To you live from Ed's living room, you're listening to State Your Take with Ed and Aaron. Here we are, episode 53. We are officially one year and one episode old today. And we got, we also got a State Your Take cake. We got a State Your Cake. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks to, uh, thanks to your boo. Yeah. So since like you and I have been together for a year. Does that make her my boo too by proxy? No. Okay, just checking. Yeah. Uh, we also have a guest. <laughs> Hello. The natural doctor is back. <laughs> Give it up. She's the first return guest. The first return guest, first double taker. Yeah. Ooh, the double taker. I Happy like to be here. So since the last time you were here, you had a whole ass marriage. I did. You I became got a whole wife. Yep. And you got a whole husband. I do. Sitting there on a the couch. <laughs> <laughs> How's it been? It's been good. Married life is good. It's I mean, honestly, it's pretty much the same. Yeah. So not a whole lot actually changes. Everyone keeps asking me how's married life. And I'm like, I mean, we signed some papers. <laughs> That's pretty much you it. You should like insurance now. But it's good. I mean, it could always be worse. I mean, you hear horror stories of people wanting to get it annulled. So, I mean, we're not there. So, yeah. I think that's good. That's definitely progress. That's uh, good news for you, Ed. For um, whenever that decision comes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Any day now. <laughs> so, we should... Uh, oh, first, we should start with giving a shout out to uh, Cult45 and White Cup ENT. For having us through their uh, Friday night fan fest last night. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That was super cool. Um, I don't really know what it was. Like, it was a live stream, but it was also kind of like a party. Yeah. It was a lot of good things. Yeah, it was a lot of awesome things. Um, there was cosplayer there, cosplayers there. There were uh, other podcasters there. Uh, it was just cool. Free beer and tacos. Free beer, tacos, free swag. Get yeah. shout out to White Cup ENT. They got a really, they got some really cool designs. If you guys want to check those out, very Houston uh, based stuff. Yeah, a lot of uh, drank, a lot, of, a lot of purple stuff. Um, but yeah, good times. Thanks for having us out. So, fuck. Here we go. Um, okay, so the last time we were here, I think the next day, the news broke about another shooting in Dallas involving a police officer and an innocent person. It was Fort Worth to be exact. It was Fort be, Worth? Yeah, it was Fort Worth. So, which is like basically that, Dallas. Basically Dallas. Yeah, it's the same. I thought it was funny. I was like, it just felt like they, were, they didn't want to get one up or something. It was really weird. But it was still Dallas PD, right? Yeah, I guess. I'm not actually sure. I how that works. I thought it was Dallas PD. But anyway, rest in peace to Atiana Jefferson. Um, if you 
haven't heard the story by now, then it's pretty, I mean, it's just, she was at her home playing video games with her eight-year-old nephew. Yeah. And I don't think, was there ever an explanation as to why the door was open? Well, yeah, no. What no. I heard was that I think she left it unlocked and maybe the wind had blown it open by mm. accident. I, I read that somewhere, but, you know, so many things circulate. But, I don't yeah. know how true that is. But. Yeah. So her neighbor, Atiana was staying with her mom, right? Was it her mom or her grandma? I so, think it was her mom. Her mom. And their neighbor noticed that the door was open, called the non-emergency line for the police to come and do a wellness check on the house the police ended up at the house parking down the street rummaging around the house and peeking in through one of the back windows and i guess as atiana heard the the noise going on outside she got up to inspect what was going on she walked towards the window the officer saw her, shouted, put up your hands, put up your hands. And before he even finished saying hands, fired a shot through the window one time and killed her. And yeah, this is um this is a tough this was a tough one. Cause there was a there was a kid in the house. Every story, I mean, uh, I saw somebody did an illustration of like her and her nephew just like having a blast playing, playing so games on yeah. the couch. And it's just yeah, like, hard. it's hard to look at. It's really tough to look at. Cause you know that, you know, <laughs> four minutes prior to the police showing up, they were probably just having a blast. And then you got this neighbor giving an interview saying like, if I hadn't called, like she still would have been alive. You know, he was just doing the right thing. He thought. Yeah, he did the right thing. He did do the, he, he, did the, he right, did the right thing. He did. But I think we need to just in general stop calling the police on black people. And it's he's just, black also, yeah, so no. I'm not I'm not necessarily even making it like, you know, he's not at all at fault or anything for what happened. I know he feels terrible about it, but the thing I read a quote that said something like um, unless a gun is required to resolve a scenario, then the police don't need to be called because that's the tool that they're going to use. So I know he didn't know what threats there were lurking and that it was abnormal for the door to be open. But I just feel like as a community, we're going to need to come up with some other ways to resolve issues without getting the police involved. Because when there are police showing up, there is a high chance that someone will die. And it might not be the perpetrator or the person who's doing anything or no, nothing may be happening at all. And an innocent person could die in the process. So it's like, and I know it's difficult. What do we do? Who, who, can, who will protect us? Who can we call when something goes wrong? I don't know, Ed. Who can we call? I think it's one of those things where um, it's like, like I... I really like. I really, I really feel bad for him in that sense because I feel like, like you can't. Because the thing is, like, if you see someone's doors open and there could have been something going on in there or whatever, you didn't know. It's like you can't go inspect yourself and put yourself in danger. Like, you, I mean, you could though if you're. I mean, I know, and I and and so we were talking about this, and like he's old. He may not have had the correct mobility to go. But I'm also like, if you're that concerned, I don't know. And he knows them, apparently. 
why wouldn't you maybe just go over and knock on the door? I mean, it's not his responsibility to do so. I'm just I'm just trying to replay ways this could have played out a little I just, bit differently. Let's say that there was someone there that you think there was good, someone could have broke in or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like he he's not ready to like defend himself if he's in, if he goes towards that danger. Like he he may know the person that he may not know what's in there right this moment. Right. So it's like it, so I'm like to call to for him now as an old man to go over there and try to be like you know I'm gonna investigate what's going on. That seems like a lot to ask of him. A whole lot. So, in that case, like, what do you do? You call the police. You call a non-emergency line and say, just do a wellness check. But we've had so many stories in the news of wellness checks gone wrong. Yeah. People who have actually called the police. There is a a scenario of a a white guy, actually, in Texas as well. Um, He got high and he was out of his mind. He was afraid himself. And he actually called the police on himself like, hey, I need help. Please come and help me. And they ended up strangling him to death. Yeah. So. Anybody could get it. Yeah. We we just can't really trust the police at this point with wellness checks. I mean, I'm almost attempted to say, let's call the fire department when there's. I, because we no one ever hears about firefighters accidentally killing someone. I don't know. It's just like we want the police to protect us, but the reality is that is not always what they do. And it, there does there doesn't seem to be any sort of in, in, movement to uh, retrain or uh, you know fix this kind of problem from the inside. Like you never hear of the police department saying like, okay, here's what we're gonna do. We're going to we're going to retrain all of our officers to try to better handle these kinds of situations. Like Starbucks. Starbucks had one incident where they got the black people called on the the police called on the black people and Starbucks is like, "All right, we're going to shut down for a day. We got to fix this shit. We got to retrain all of our people." That was Starbucks. We're talking about a place that sells coffee. They don't even have guns there. Oh, the worst thing that you can get is like a caffeine high or the jitters or whatever like that. Maybe get a cake pop thrown at your head. Now we got actual police officers with real bullets, real batons, real cars that drive real fast. And not one of them is going to say publicly to ease the tension of the citizens in their community, hey, guys, we know we're fucking up. Here's what we're going to do to try to solve the problem. Not one of them has said anything about it. And here we have two incidents in Dallas within a year where innocent people are in their fucking homes getting shot by officers. What are we talking about? Do something. Well, part of the problem is that so the level of education required for police officers is very minimal. You can be a police officer with a high school diploma. Of course, you have to go through the training academy. But what I have always found strange is that a lawyer has to go through an entire undergraduate degree. They have to go to law school just to defend the law. However, police officers who execute the law with deadly force are not required to actually even know the law to the extent that someone has to to defend it. And I'm not necessarily saying that um, I, I don't foresee them making that a requirement, but I do think there is value to a college education. And I think that uh, that's something that should be explored because how can you execute laws that you're not even fully 
aware of. Also, college usually gives people a little bit more of a better worldview just by taking, you know, classes in psychology, sociology, etc. And so I don't think we just need like one training session like, hey, let's all send a meeting and fall asleep and not pay attention um, while someone rambles on about race and policing. I, I don't think that's enough. I think that as a whole, we need to consider how are police officers being educated? And of course, that would come with things like salary increases, um, if you're going to require a degree. But hey, I don't mind paying the police officers more if I know they're not going to kill me. Word. But at the same time, it's like, even even with even with the um, high school diploma being a requirement, we have a shortage of police officers now. That's not the thing, though. It's like, will you require that much more stuff? Like you will down who's actually going to do but this. But do we want quality or quantity? I mean, because we don't have either right now. True. <laughs> like that's the thing. It's like it's it sounds good in like it sounds ideally it sounds good. Like it, it doesn't sound like a bad idea. Ideally, it's just I don't think you get executed. No, I mean it. It's one of those things I'm just dreaming yeah, yeah, about. Like, maybe yeah, but. it's kind of a pipe. Like no, like it sounds great, but it's like you couldn't. You can't get people to do all that and then put their lives in line. Like, it's just, you can't. But then should we? I think, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to rail too much on police officers. uh, Because I've been, I've known a lot that just, you know, it's just their job. Like, they don't, it's not like a power shift for them. They're just really going out, prepping and serving, want to go back home to their, to their, their loved ones. Like, that's all they want to do. So I know that there are some that are like that. I know there are a lot that are like that, but these instances are happening. I think that just the we should take a look at the institution as a whole. I think there are a lot of things that just sort of trickle down from like way back that may just be there. Because I don't think that all police officers are all in the same wave. Like, oh, we just hate, like we like we like we just out here just shooting first and ask questions later. I don't think they're all like that. There's some that really like care about the community. So like I always like like wrangle it in a little bit whenever we go to our police because there are a lot of good ones out there. There you know are. I, mean? I so. guess my concern is though that those good ones don't tend to speak out against the issues that the bad ones are involved yeah. in. Like that's my issue. I don't think that every single person that signs up for the police force is a terrible person and that yeah. they're all racist and that they're all this and that. But I do think. Like he was saying earlier, why are they not doing anything? And I, and, I ha- and, and, and that's a broad statement to make because I actually have attended some forums uh, with police, the Houston Police Department where they were talking about, I mean, they, there are some people in the police department that do actually want to uh, encourage reform. It's not as widely publicized. We don't hear about it. They are yeah. doing things. So I don't want to say they're doing nothing, but I just feel like, as a whole in mass we don't hear them speaking out loudly and vocally enough to say this is wrong this is what we're going to do this is the action plan on how we're going to fix this they need to do it publicly they need to be coming out more because that's how you start to build rebuild that trust i think i think where i'm at is they could do more yeah that's where i'm at they could do more like it's like you're not doing nothing but you could do more you could definitely do more and for me, this situation really hits home because uh, Atasiana was a graduate of Xavier University oh, yeah. of Louisiana, which is a school I attended for mm. undergrad, um, mm. very near and dear to my heart. 
And it just goes to show a lot of times these incidents, um, sometimes people really are either at the wrong uh, place at the wrong time. Um, there are sometimes not that any crime you commit should um, result in your death over something like a petty theft or selling loose cigarettes. Uh, none of those things are worthy of death. But these last couple of incidents have literally been people in their homes. So there's yeah. nothing, yeah. nothing that they could have done differently. You can't say, well, why were you out yeah. here? Why were you yeah. doing this? There's no victim blaming to happen. Yeah. And it's just you, you think like this could have been me. I went to Xavier. I'm a person that I used to live with my mom. I could have been sitting on the couch, minding my own business. And the next thing I know, I'm dead. Those are facts. Every single so it's just really, it's just facts. really, it's just really sad. Yeah, it is. It really is. Hey, speaking of sad, this, uh, these, uh, these Democrats and these, uh, Republicans, the beef is really sad. Makes me hurt on the inside. That was a really terrible transition. I'm sorry, guys. I'm really trying. I'm trying to make it work, but whatever. We're just going to get into it. Dateline! Kamala Harris is gloriously claps back at Donald Trump Jr.'s insult. You wouldn't know a joke if it raised you, the senator tweeted. Oof. Spicy. That was one of those, one of those like, clapbacks where everybody goes, oh, and everybody just goes crazy in the, in the... Also, I don't know how I like about Rolling Stone using the term clapback in a headline. I don't know. I'm not there yet. President Donald Trump's <laughs> eldest son was up to his usual antics on Twitter on Friday night. Donald Trump Jr. loves to revel in right-wing memes, perhaps in a desperate attempt to finally win daddy's love. And so he shared a video compilation of Democratic pre- presidential candidates, Senator Kamala Harris, to try to mock her for laughing at her own jokes. Apparently, this is a problem. It's a weak critique at best. But Harris's retort to Don Jr. was brutally perfect. You wouldn't know a joke if it raised you. Um, It's a safe bet that Harris laughed pretty uproariously at that one, and rightfully so. But she wasn't alone. Plenty of people, including director Ava DuVernay, weighed in to congratulate her on her sick burn. Um, Okay, so this is just people who get Twitter being good on Twitter, right? I think so. Um, But it doesn't stop there. your boy, Beto, 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 I think it's Beto, Beto. Yeah. Beto O'Rourke, Dateline, Beto O'Rourke slams disgraced TV host Bill O'Reilly, who doubted story of women working for jobs. From appearing to confuse Buenos Aires with the Falkland Islands to mistaking a falafel for a loofah, Formal Fox News host Bill O'Reilly has had his share of factual fumbles throughout the years. That's a good double uh, alliteration word right there. Factual fumbles. Yeah, man. I couldn't work on that one. Tuesday, the conservative commentator was shredded on social media for questioning the existence of a woman who turned out to be very real. O'Reilly was sharing his thoughts about the Democratic debate in Ohio on his Twitter feed, calling it a Trump bashing festival and accusing former Vice President Joe Biden of sleeping when he expressed his doubts over former rep Beto O'Rourke's claim that he met a woman working four four jobs to try to make ends meet. Beto says he met a woman working four jobs and raising a special needs child. I don't believe him. Sorry, O'Reilly tweeted. This is her. Her name is Gina. 
Her daughter's name is Summer. O'Rourke shot back less than two hours later in a tweet that included a photo of himself with the family. The problem with our economy is that she has to live in her car while disgraced TV hosts like you makes millions. Can you call him a TV host anymore if he doesn't have a TV show? He's a disgraced TV host, so he's still accurate. How about he's just a disgrace? Can we just leave it there? I mean, I guess TV host was the price she left out. How much of somebody's Twitter savviness does that uh, factor into whether or not you vote for them? State your take. I don't care about them. This is not about me voting for them. This is more about... Um, the thing, the funny thing about Bill O'Reilly's um, tweet was that, like, if you want to meet someone like that, just talk to your Uber driver and ask him what he does. Oh, does this go back to your like Uber driver, Uber drive from hell? No, no, no. I'm saying like, if you ask the guy, asks you if you believe in Jesus Christ. No, that's another thing. That was really terrible. <laughs> that was a terrible experience. Yeah, I'm it was. Not something I talked about story. Yeah, it was. I think we told it on episode three. Yeah, it was like this guy. I think I was in San Antonio. We got an Uber one time. And when we got this guy, um, he really hated the homeless. Like, he just would not stop talking about how he must hate the homeless. Oh. It was was really disgusting. (laughs) Okay, who hates the homeless? But sure. This guy does a lot. A whole lot. And I'm just like, they're homeless, man. Like, they just... They like whoa. They're just like you and me. They just don't have a roof. Right. They just don't have homes, man. Like I don't know why you would hate them. But They're how does doing... this factor into what Beto said? Um no, that's that's what I'm saying. Like it wasn't about that. It was about like if you talk to a Lyft driver, like I've had Lyft drivers tell me like I drive Lyft, I drive Uber, I make cups on the side. I, oh, I, I, like yeah, people yeah, yeah, like yeah. people have four jobs or five yeah, jobs. Yeah, it's not like, that it's unreasonable. Not an uncommon thing. Yeah. No, it's it's actually like pretty common. Yeah, like, so him friend to just come with that gusto and just like it's bullshit. That she didn't have four like, jobs. Like, no, probably not four full time jobs, bro. But yeah, she, she probably has a has job jobs. working at somewhere, and then she probably has a nighttime gig, and then maybe she does DoorDash, and then she's also like doing something where she works from home so, or whatever the fuck. And he came with just, he came super hot with this, like, nah, no way. There's I don't no believe way. it. That's Balls. the thing. He can't even fathom yeah. that there could be someone in such a scenario. <laughs> it's Imagine a nigga with no jobs criticizing somebody with four jobs. <laughs> That's the kind of world we live in. <laughs> I hate him, dude. I've always hated Bill O'Reilly. Uh, He's always been a clown show. Remember when uh, Cam and Dame Dash went on Bill O'Reilly's show yeah. and it made one for the greatest <laughs> moments of television? Did you ever see that, Larice? I did not. You never saw that? No. Oh, my God. I'll show you later. We got to show it to you because I don't know why they were on there. But for whatever reason, Cam and Dame Dash were just trolling Bill O'Reilly for like, it it felt like it might as well have been 30 minutes, but it was probably like a seven minute segment. But it was fantastic. It was the best. Hmm. I'll have to look at that. Yeah, we'll show it to you later. We're we're going to show it to you. We'll look it up. You have to see it now. But does any of this like really matter? Like the clapbacks on Twitter? The only thing it lets me know. I don't know if I want Kamala Harris to run the country. I don't want her to go away, though. Like, Where do you want her to she's go? She's entertaining to me on certain levels. How like, do you feel about Kamala Harris? Um, So, I, to be honest with you, I am just, I'm kind of over all of the political theater that that's is not, happening right no, now. That's, that's not a bad place to be. It's, uh, it's just all gotten to be too much. Uh, we've gotten really out of hand. The fact that we're having conversations about what people are tweeting, yeah. even though Twitter has been around a long time, it's still just very it's, uh, it's wild. surreal to me sometimes. Like we're talking about actual political candidates and we have the president of the United States 
tweeting at his fifth grade, fourth grade reading level, like (laughs) to dictators. I I just, what worlds are we living in right now? I'm just very concerned. Um, In terms of Kamala Harris, (laughs) (laughs) in terms of Kamala Harris specifically, I don't have any issues with her. I know a lot of people had concerns about her record as a prosecutor. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really bother me. Um, I think a lot of people also just blow a lot of hot smoke about, oh, she did this, oh, she did that, but have not actually looked into the specific cases mm-hmm. that she prosecuted. I mean, like if someone murdered someone and she convicted them and, and wanted them to get a harsher sentence, I mean, I don't have a problem with that. But and I and I know there are some sketchy um, you know, cases involved. At this point, um, for me. I just want Trump out of office. So whoever can do that, which I don't think actually, honestly, any of them can at this point. Uh, But for me, I just I'm tired of looking at this orange idiot. So uh, whoever can unseat him is I'll vote for whoever that's not Trump. There it is. Boom. Like I said, just put him in a room. Just put him in a room. Put some tools in there. Like, just let them go at it. Whoever comes out, you're you're the guy. (laughs) It's all you. Let's let's do this. Hey, speaking of tools, Christopher Columbus, (laughs) biggest tool in history. (laughs) I got a pop over there. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. so Christopher Columbus Day is still a thing. I, um, why? That's what we're trying to figure out. Yeah, we're going to answer the question here. On I didn't even know. Like that's the thing. I was it was Monday, and I saw a lot of kids around, and I was like, oh, "Kids are yeah." Why don't you have school? Yeah, like why don't you have school now? I'm just like, brats oh, in the institution. The holiday. The yeah, holiday. <laughs> we were waiting on a check to clear, and forgot that Monday was a holiday, <laughs> and so it took a couple extra days, and we were like, "Wait, yeah. where's our money?" <laughs> So, yeah, it's not something I think about at it's all. It's really a nuisance. It's weird. It's like right in the middle of October. It really doesn't make any sense as to why it's in October. There's, I don't think they landed here in, in October. And we don't, uh, like, we know a lot more about it now. It's like, we, oh, yeah. Yeah. When you know better, you do better. And so I just don't understand why we're still doing this. <laughs> like, everyone at this point should know that he was a terrible person, that he was a racist, that he was a murderer. It got that, the fuck up, too. Like, he just, this is America. It's not America. And also, he didn't America. actually discover anything because <laughs> there were already people here. Yeah, America. Imagine like, imagine America. how big of a piece of shit you have to be in order for <laughs> you to drive people hundreds of years later to say, no, I'm not taking this day as a vacation. I'm going to work today. No, no, no. Get off me. I'm going to work. No, open the doors. Open the doors, Lisa. <laughs> That's how big of a piece of shit you had to be. You had to drive people to want to go to work to eradicate your holiday. Like, that sucks. You suck. That's your legacy, bro. So we're making this Indigenous People Day from now on. I think so. It should be. Like it's, it's still like, but the thing is, like it's still in the government thing, like Columbus Day. It's like where's it off for? Oh, it's Columbus Day. And I think Trump even tweeted about Columbus is a fine individual or some shit. He was, he was, was just trying to trigger people. Yeah, he was leading into that shit. That's all that was. Like really, we talking about Columbus Day? Really? Is this a platform someone could run on in the Democratic? party to oh say like gosh. hey if you elect me I'll get a, rid of columbus I mean, day it's a nice sprinkle it's not it's not it's not it's not bad right it's not like oh man that's crazy it's like eh, that's so it's okay. not a pillar of your of your platform it's I mean, not it's, it's not like, health care 
It's yeah. not ec- econo- uh, economics and Columbus Day. It might, that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> anyway, that'd be kind of cool. Look, yeah, we should do that. Yeah. What other holidays would you make? What, if you could make a holiday, what holiday would you create and when would you put it there? Oh, man. I know I kind of sprung this on you guys. We didn't really talk about yeah. it beforehand. We did not. <laughs> this, is what, this is what it do. It's a wild card question. Just put a little bed of music underneath here. Wild card music. There are so many holidays, or not even holidays, but days. Like every day, there's like some day, like National Sunday, National Daughter Day. National Margarita Day, National Tequila they're Day. Like, they're like six of those in a year. National Cat like, Day, National Day. Puppy Day. There's, like, it happens <laughs> like I'm like this. I'm like I like I remember we had like like it's Margarita Day. I was like that was just two weeks ago, wasn't it? Yeah, I do feel like <laughs> Margarita Day came, but no, it must have been one of them was Margarita Day. The other yes. was Tequila Day because yeah. I think those are two separate days. Whatever. But yeah, there's like a day for everything. I mean, we don't get off from work for all these days, yeah, but we just get like a drink special. Yeah. All the cool days are like in the middle of the summer. Like National Nude Day is July 14th. Huh. Uh, National Sex Day is June 9th. Uh, what do you do different on that day? Huh? Like, what do you do different on that day? What do I do different on that day? Absolutely I mean, nothing. Anyone, Absolutely like, nothing. Yes. <laughs> what do, do you nothing. do on National Sex Day? I do I mean, nothing. But I don't know. You, you two you are could have up, sex, so. but Cheers. I mean... You don't need to wait. Are you only doing it once a year? Hey, honey. You know what day it is? You have to honor the day. You got to honor it. Um, I think I would do, uh, I mean, other than National Errands Day, NAD, September 24th, um, which by the time I'm dead will be a national holiday. Um, I think I would do uh, National um, Cheese Day. Cheese. There probably is a National Cheese Day. Let me look it up. Let me see. National Cheese Day. Yeah, I think there probably is one. Now you're right. June 4th. Again, ah. summertime. Beat you to it. Beat me to it. All right. Well, then I guess I'll celebrate June 4th next time. Wait, yeah. June 4th? Sure. Isn't that something else? June 4th? It's my Maybe. mom's birthday. Hey, shout out to your mom being born on National Cheese Day. Yeah. Is your mom's name uh, Bree? It's not. <laughs> it is not. <laughs> Did you get it? Get the joke? I, I did. Frieza, <laughs> it's a decent cheese. It's all right. Yeah. It's a better name than it is a cheese. Agreed. Yeah. Talking cheese, y'all. <laughs> hey, so speaking of cheese, uh, those cheesy guys over at No Redeeming Qualities had a pretty funny story to tell on their last episode. And we're going to play it for you guys right now. And I want to give you guys your guys' live take on it. Okay. All right. All right. Here we go. It's in the mall. It's a locally owned place. So I walk in. There's no employees. Say what? You mean the small? (laughs) Yeah. Nothing's more depressing than an outlet mall in the country. I'm sorry. It's. There's like four stores. It's essentially it's essentially a, a, a main street that they built a roof over so they could air condition it. I mean that's. But I walk in. And there's no employees, so I'm just kind of looking around. And during that very brief, like, five, ten seconds it takes for an employee to come out, I have an Ace Ventura moment, you know, when he walked into the room and there's all the <laughs> the dead animals and stuff. Because I look, over, I look over at one section, and it's all Easter pastel colored bow ties. Oh no! I look at a different section, and it's all those—it's all those hats. It's all those. 
It's an entire section of just those hats Samuel Jackson wears. Kangles? Yes. <laughs> no. And, and then I do the the third, and then the one where I go ah is <laughs> there's an entire section that just sells choir robes. Oh my god! What store was this? It's so I. All right, so we know uh, for a little backstory, uh, the host uh, uh, he he went into a store to buy a suit, and he ended up strolling into uh, the black store. Has this ever happened to you guys? Have you ever just like been somewhere out of your uh, your area, and like you walked into a store, and like maybe you walked into like a I don't know, kind of like a uh, uh, like a Bass Pro Shop, like a Bass Pro Shop, or like an Abercrombie, or one of these stores that only sells like uh, uh, like uh, hats that are made out of hemp or whatever. I I think I have. Uh, We've all had that kind of story, yeah. right? I think so. I, I tend to walk out there. <laughs> so that's an interesting thing. How do you walk out of a store like that? Do you like kind of mosey your way through and like act like you're interested in something and just like, oh no, this isn't really a thing? Or do you just immediately back out like, oh no, I'm wrong. I'm in the wrong place. No, I usually peruse and then decide it's not for me and then. Just walk out. Like, you can just walk out. That's so rude. Is it? Rude yeah. to who? It's, well, I don't know. I mean, because it's like, I'm not, I mean, you're going to go back to your day. It's not like I'm trying to insult you. It's like, I don't want anything here. So I'm going to go, mm. are you going to buy something there? Am I going to buy something? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I'll get like a. Uh, and I find, like, if I find something I might, that I like, I might buy something. But maybe I'll like, get a cardigan. I don't know. I'm good. <laughs> I, if You wear cardigans? I do wear cardigans. You don't wear cardigans. I have one right this morning behind you. That's mine. Oh, this is yours? Yeah. I've definitely seen Ed in a cardigan. Does he wear cardigans? Yeah. yeah. Cardigan. Never seen him like going to church or like. On I've never seen. I did not. I've never seen Ed go to church. I've never seen Ed wear hard bottom shoes. I would do. I do all those things. I go to church and I also wear hard bottom shoes. Do you wear hats? Do you wear Kangol hats? I don't wear hats. Do you wear bow ties? I didn't know they still Sometimes. made Kangol hats. Me neither. Yeah. And they're still like actively selling them. Like you can just go to the store and get a Kangol. I think Sam Jackson is the only one that bought it. In 2019. Them. Yeah. Probably has a big. They just mail them to him. Huh? They just mail them to him. Like Kangol. I think he does have stock in a company. I think yeah, he probably sure. just gets like, them sold to be sell, uh, sent to his house. He has all the exclusives. Probably. He's probably got them in every color. Like Gator Skin hat. That would be dope. He probably has one. That would be dope. And over yeah. the door, there's all the like owner. You know, if a, if a famous person comes in, you get a picture to have them sign it. It was the old black man, and it was every celebrity was a black guy. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure there was. I couldn't say. I'm pretty sure he took a picture with the Temptations. But what? Yeah, like I'm looking. At- that is a uniquely black thing. That's a uniquely black and Italian thing. Like if you go to Ben's Chili Bowl, like all the celebrities on the wall are black. And if you go to like any Italian restaurant, like they got to have a picture with Sylvester Stallone. They got to have a picture with like Martin Scorsese. I think that's more of like a, so if you have a local kitchen. Yeah, I feel like I've seen that a yeah, lot of places. Like, anything, anything, but has it been? And, it's just mom and pop. But has it like, been a black a soul food restaurant or an Italian restaurant? It's been, it's been the whole gamut. I've seen like a white restaurant too. Like if you go to like a where, what kind of restaurant? Uh, an Italian restaurant? It's not Italian. It'd be what kind of restaurant is it? No, it could be like be a American. diner. It could be like a diner, yeah. It, could, it diner. could be a diner, yes. Yeah. Find me one. Find one! Why well, I, I have to find you one right now? Yeah, find me one on the map right now. Jesus. 
That's not, I wasn't ready for that. I'm, t- I'm <laughs> saying, though. I'm saying, though. I do see them more frequently at Italian restaurants specifically mm-hmm. and at soulful restaurants, but I have seen them at other yeah. places. I think it's just like, oh, you're happy that so-and-so visited We may more. do it more, but they do it. Too. We definitely do it more. Yeah. Uh, okay. we'll, we'll meet at that road. I'll right. say we do it more, but they they do it, too. Okay. Like, you'll they see some more. Oh like, like, I remember seeing someone have, have a picture of, like, Ray Childress. Like and it was an autograph with the it was at some restaurant I went to. It's a what restaurant? It's some restaurant I went to. It was like I think it was like Kelly's Country Kitchen or something like that. Oh, really? Yeah, they had like a the one off of like uh, West Airport. Which one? There's two. And I went, I, but like they had like it's like I'm like Ray Childress. It's like all right, that's what I'm saying like they do it too. Okay. To... African American apparel store, aren't I? <laughs> And as that happens, the the two black employees come out, and I think like, well, I'm I don't know what to do <laughs> because I think like they just look you up and down. <laughs> well, because I think, oh my god, what if what if I can't find a white person suit? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like they were all pastel. Here's why you walk out because they know you lost too. They know you lost. But are you? They know you lost, dog. They those dudes, those dudes came out. They looked. They like these. He's lost. Okay. Well, they knew he was lost. I will challenge that with this. The ending of the story. All right. I almost spit out my coffee because, and I don't want to sound racist when I say that, but there are certain outfits and color schemes and, and fashion concepts that an African American male can get away with that a white guy just can't. Yeah, you're not planning on going to Easter. Yeah, today. I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not about to go to an Easter baptism. I'm not about to be Willy Wonka. I can't show <laughs> up. I can't show up to my sister's wedding with like in a purple suit with a <laughs> canary yellow shirt and tie. Yeah. So anyway, that would be a uh, Omega Sci-Fi wedding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They were very nice, and they managed to hook me up with everything. But it, it, it ended up being just well, this, you like still ended up getting your suit there. Because what am I supposed to do? Go to a different store. But as soon as the black people walk out, I just go, "Oh, wait a minute, never mind," and I leave. What am I supposed? Yeah. <laughs> now here's what you do. Here's exactly what I would have done. I'd have looked at him, and I literally would have done the like up and down hands motion, like look at this, like sorry, <laughs> my bad, and walked out. No, they had a section with all your standard black okay. black suit brown suit but they it's all i guess go to a funeral sometime yeah and, and it was just it's <laughs> all of the really flashy stuff was up on the wall so i was just like uh, oh well i guess i'm gonna look like rick james at my <laughs> at my sister's <laughs> wedding so there you go he ended up getting his own suit yeah but I do kind of agree that there are certain uh, color schemes that we can get away with that. Uh, yeah, no, well, well, melanin is a nice backdrop for anything. Very so, true. You yeah, know? Those, yeah, those are, those are facts. I those are all facts. I was like, those are facts. Those are all facts. Those are facts. Well, there you go. No redeeming qualities. That's essentially the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so, um, neither of you went to Prairie View, right? No, no. We're both. Um, You're both TSU. TSU alum. TSU yes. strong. Yes. So when uh, do you guys remember who you uh, any, who you guys booked for homecoming? Any particular years? Any uh, big names that you got through? I know that one year there's Bobby Valentino. Yeah. What? 
That Bobby Valentino? That Bobby right, Valentino. So. Wow. I think this year they had, uh, I don't know if it was, I know it was part of the homecoming events. I don't know if it was the main concert, but they had like H-Town artists. So oh, okay. yeah, I saw some clips of that. So like probably Bundy and, yeah. you know. Well, that's cool. Um, so you guys never got to see your boy K Camp perform, huh? <laughs> Who? Oh, wow. Okay. Ooh. Remember that. You're going to get disappointed at you. Yeah. Real quick. Mm. At the natural doctor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Prairie View A&M booked K-Camp for their homecoming, and the uh, student body on Twitter had a bit of a breakdown, saying essentially what you just said, Larice. Who? I don't want K-Camp at my homecoming. Fuck out of here with that shit. And K-Camp pulled out of the homecoming event and fired back with a freestyle disc to an entire university. First time I believe this has ever been done. Never seen it. Never seen it before. First of its kind. And the fallout from it, as you would anticipate, was hilarious. Yes. Because like, what, is, what, is, like, what happens here? Like, what do, you, what do you go from that? You, you pull out your, uh, your bars against an entire university, and the entire university is just like, man, why are you, fire, why are you fucking with us? And then it's like, who looks good in this? Nobody. No one. Uh, I, I think K Camp got some, um, he got some, uh, he got his name out there some more. The freestyle was kind of dope. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it was cool. So yeah, it, was, it, was, it was pub for him. Because mm-hmm. yeah. to, 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 fire, to fire out, to fire shots at a whole university, that's. And, and PV grads, they're very, very vocal about their school. They yeah, love so. Prairie View and they... And so them talking, maybe even them talking shit just made it a story that we're talking about now. They were exactly. trending on Twitter. Bruh. We would definitely not be talking about K-Camp otherwise. Yeah. So. No, he played, he was well played, sir. This is all going to end up in a very uh, harmonious uh, reconciliation at some point. K-Camp is going to perform at Prairie View A&M for uh, some sort of charity event. I bet you that's going to happen. You think so? Probably. Mm. How many people will be in attendance? <sighs> See, there you go again. There I, you go again. I, I just, I mean, we're trying, no to, we're trying to sit here and be know. nice to the guy, and you're sitting I, up here doing I don't know shit. the guy. I I'm like not K- saying like shit. K-Camp. I don't know who he is. I like K-Camp. I like, I like K-Camp. He's not bad. I don't know who K-Camp is either. Wow. <laughs> I didn't know. K-Camp isn't bad, though. He's I didn't say he was bad. I'm just saying I didn't know who he was before this. I just don't. Damn. I'm it's glad. Not, I'm glad actually this happened because he sounds like a pretty good guy. They ended up getting like Wyatt and Lucci instead, which is like who? I, okay, just <laughs> kidding. I actually do know who Wyatt and Lucci is, but only because he's dating Regine, which is Lil Wayne's daughter. What? Mm. Yeah. How old is Lil Wayne's daughter? She's like nineteen, twenty. Holy shit! At dude. this point, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're right. old. We're old. We're all yeah, definitely. Old. Yeah. yeah, that definitely like made me think <laughs> about. Okay, so it's twenty nineteen. I definitely remember when he like had his daughter. I mean, they were pretty young. Yeah, when they had her. Yeah. yeah. So okay, so he was like, he had to have been like sixteen. She 15. was because his his um wife at the time was fourteen. So oof, yeah. oof. All right. So <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I but I I asked me what YFN Lucci sings, and I cannot ask what tell YFN you. stands for. What? does YFN stand for? Because there's a lot of people with this YFN, and I, I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah, got me. Young, young, fly, young fly niggas. I bet it's it young fly niggas. Be. It has uh, to be. Okay, 
But Look are there up. any white people with a YFN? Because then that would change the game. I don't know. Young fly white niggas. I don't know. <laughs> YFWN. Uh, wait, what? <laughs> YFN. Look up Google what YFN search, looks I'm sure. up. It could be um, your favorite. Uh, I can't call with anything from the end except for. <laughs> your favorite ne'er do wells. How about ah, that? Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, yellow, um, oh. hmm, yellow, f- forgettable. <laughs> it does. I, I, the first thing I pull up on Google does indicate young fly nigga. It has to be that. Uh, yeah. That, oh, yeah, this is XL, XXL Mag okay. with an ultimate guide to rappers with acronyms in their name. And so, indeed, YFN does, in fact, mean... Young Fly Niggas. What are some of the other ones on there? Because I, I noticed yeah, that this there's a, 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 a surgence of I'm acronyms. Probably, I'm glad we have these resources at hand. That we well, we have ASAP. Yeah. Does a- everyone know what ASAP means? No. Oh, it means... Strive and Prosper. You knew that? Yeah, I knew that. Why? Cause I saw, I think I saw like, I think it was on, um, uh, like, um, most expensive one time or something like that, maybe. Oh yeah, you do watch that show a lot. That's yeah, really, it's, I, it's funny to me. What are some of the other ones? Uh, BG means anyone. I don't know. Baby gangster. Not a lot of okay. those. Okay. Right. Okay. Uh, gangster babies. Oh, what does DMX stand for? Anyone know? Dark Man X. You knew that. I did know awesome. that. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we got some hip hop historians here. I did know that one. Okay, Ed, you should know this one. What does Big Crit stand for? Oh, King Real on Time. What? King Real on Time, right? Not quite. Kind of. Really? Almost. All right. It's King Remembered in Time. Uh, mm. yeah. Failed. Partial credit. Partial credit. Yeah, partial credit. Yeah. Actually, I didn't know that one. I didn't All right. What else we got? Anything Let's else on there? See. What's the other one? It's like YB, YBF, YBN. There's a YFN and a YBN. I think so. Okay, let me see if it's. Oh yeah, YBN here. Yes. Oh, I guess young boss. It yeah. young boss nigga. Young boss yeah, nigga. Young boss, yeah. mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. So you got the young fly niggas. Young you got the young nigga. boss niggas. Okay, now this one everyone in here should know. Well, okay, I forgot. Aaron's not from Houston. Wait, I bet you I can get it though. Don't say it. What if, if, if. does UGK stand for? Oh, I know this. It's Underground Kings. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, yeah I'm yeah. just checking. I knew that. I'm one. just checking. I knew that. I would hope you. I would hope you knew that one though. I Even if you're not one. from Houston, you should know that one. You should. Ooh, you should. I got this one for you guys. What does KRS One stand for? Oh, yeah. Oh, come on now. Yeah, <laughs> just take a guess. It's then. probably on this document I'm looking at here. Let me go back to the case. Do you guys know what, know what it is? Yeah. It's knowledge reigns supreme over nearly everyone. I would never get that. I wouldn't have either. But it sounds dope, though. I mean, so. that was KRS's kind of thing. Like yeah, he was like, knowledge reigns supreme over nearly everyone. Because he was big into that shit. Or yes, he still is. Still got bars. You know what? I had to. I'm glad we went here because I really had to like flex my hip hop muscle a little bit because yeah. it's like there's people out there that think I don't really do this. They think I don't really know this hip hop shit, and I just gotta you know re- let them remember one time. You know, yeah. I may forget a bar here and there. I may not always remember 
what Pac said at the beginning of Hit Him Up, where he's just saying, hey, fuck bad boy as a staff, as a label, and as a motherfucking crew. But I still does this. I still have my credentials. So don't ever get a twizzy. Hey, speaking of getting twizzy, uh, this guy ran a marathon in under two hours. That's twisted. How did he do it? Well, with the help of Nike. He, um, the guy's name was Eloid Kipoje? Kipchoge? Kipchoge. I got it before you, though. I don't know. I can't help you. You know, and I practiced it a bunch of times saying for it. I was like, I got to say this name. I got to say this name, right? I got to say this name. And I still fucked it up. You weren't. Like, it's fine. No one expected that from you. I don't know if that's supposed to make me feel better. Uh, He ran a marathon in one hour, 59 minutes, and 40 seconds. He Hmm. trained to do this. He tried it. Uh, the first attempt was in 2017. He didn't quite make the, the, the time limit. And he partnered up with Nike to, uh, to attempt to break this barrier of a two-hour marathon running 26.1 miles in under two hours. And he fucking did it. And he did it with special shoes. And he did it with a special car in front of him that was projecting some lasers onto the onto the ground, so that he knew where to keep pace. And he had people around him that were uh, allowing him to drift, essentially, so that like he was running behind people and able to catch their uh, like their slipstream, so to speak, in order to get enough and and maintain his speed enough. And he had people riding up on bikes and giving him water. Now, all of that in account. Doesn't mean that he holds the official world record, but he still did this shit. And it's fucking amazing. Yeah, no, it is. It's definitely impressive. So I've never actually even run a mile before. Uh, I don't tend to run unless I'm being chased. <laughs> so this is all quite impressive to me. It's super. Uh, it's proof that just because you're small does not mean you're in shape because, yeah, I can't even I, I've never successfully run a mile like even in fifth grade when they make you run a mile i remember i was the last person walking (laughs) (laughs) in so yeah i mean 26.1 miles i it's not even a concept that i I can't even imagine p was my shit I hated PE. I loved PE. PE was my shit. I mean i've never been an athletic person so Yeah. yeah i used to try to avoid it at all costs yeah. Just to put it in perspective, like the guy, yeah, I think at the pace that he was running at, he had to run like somewhere around a four minute mile and for 26.2 miles for to get under two mile, mm. two hours. And so, uh, you know, if you could run a five minute mile, you're elite. You're like top level of the best of the best. If you could run a seven minute mile, you're very, very good. If you could run a nine minute mile, that's still pretty good. Yeah. Um, but to be able to run a four-minute mile, it's just like, it's insane. There's 10 people in the world that could do what he'd done in the entire fucking world. Ten, wow. Nine other people. That's a small club, and he's the best out of all of them. Yeah. So really, uh, really fucking impressive. Definitely. Speaking of fast, fucking ants, bro. It's ants. I'm telling you. So a long time ago, I posed you the question saying, how long would it take? If ants, all ants were the size of house cats, how long would it take for them to take over the island of Manhattan? And oh. you said some ridiculous answer. 
while I said I think it would take all of seven minutes. Wow. Why did that? Why did you have some ridiculous answer? Because you said something like, "Oh, I think it would take like you know four days," and I'm like, "No, they're doing it in a matter of minutes, bro." And I'll tell you even more so if these ants that are uh, living in the Sahara, the fastest ants in the world, that can move 108 times their body length each second. 108 times, I said. A second. They filmed it, and they bite. And they're fast, and they will fuck you up. <laughs> yeah, that's even faster than dude that ran the twenty, the the marathon. I think. Gateline, the ant that moves at 108 times its body length each each second. Scientists have recorded the speed of the world's fastest ant, which lives in the Sahara and is able to travel 108 times its body length per second. Harold Wolf, a professor at the University of it looked like um germany uh <laughs> university of ulm President germany, um, germany. <laughs> <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> President of, uh germany <laughs> fucking stupid um <laughs> his colleagues found that the Saharan silver ant uh, Cataglyphus Bombacina Cataglyphus Bombacina is a dope ass name for an ant Uh, can reach speeds of 0.855 meters per second with its high frequency studies strides the team's findings based on experiments conducted in Tunisia is that how you say that? Tunisia? 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 Yeah. yeah. Fuck, I'm an idiot. <laughs> Will be published in the <laughs> Journal of Experimental Biology. Um, yeah, so these ants, they run really fucking fast. <laughs> in Tunisia where I mean I would like to go one day but I hope I don't encounter any of these ants why do you want to go to Tunisia ah, it's beautiful actually someone I know just had a wedding there some of my Instagram timeline actually just had a wedding there and really it was really nice yeah she's been, there's a lot of countries she's in been everywhere, Africa man. that I want to go to so. she's been everywhere where, yeah. where have you gone uh you want me to make a list? I mean, yeah, that's exactly what we're going to do. Make a list right now. I, I know that's... Top of your head. Where okay. have you been? Okay. Uh, China, Italy, France, the UK, uh, South Africa, uh, Nigeria, Liberia, great, great which place. is where my dad's from, um, Bermuda? I've been to Bermuda, which a lot of people are really surprised by. First of all, I get, oh, you were in the Bermuda Triangle. And I'm like, eh, yeah, not really a thing. We've disproved that like 50 years ago. Yeah, that's, that Bermuda Triangle was like a big thing in the 80s. Yeah, but no, it's perfectly safe. And Bermuda is actually my favorite vacation destination. I, I highly recommend if you can go to Bermuda. It's the most beautiful place I've ever been. The people are friendly. It's just a beautiful country. I can't wait to go back. So yeah, right. she's been everywhere, man. That's a lot of places. I'm saying. You've been so, to Alaska? I have. See. Me and my family went on an Alaskan cruise last year or the year before. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah. And Alaska. yeah, Alaska's definitely nice. She's everywhere. So she would definitely have Tunisia. Like, yeah. Well, she's not. Yeah, right. 
Because I bet she hasn't been there yet. You ever been to, <laughs> have you ever been to New Jersey? I have. Oh, okay. I've been Same. to most. You well, I've been to most U.S. cities that are except for like the, the middle section. The I'm not going to like. Well, is Chicago the Midwest? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, like, I've been to, but I mean like North Dakota and like. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you know, actually, one of my clients today was telling me he's going to South Dakota to go uh, pheasant hunting because apparently the pheasant are really, uh, hmm. really. Really, really popular <laughs> there in uh, South Dakota. So, cool. If you want pheasant, South D. I, I don't, but cool. Sounds fun. Yeah. yeah. My, my buddy, my buddy Lou, uh, he he recently got back from South Dakota, and we looked up like what food South Dakota was like known for. Don't do it. Don't mm-hmm. look up what food South what, Dakota. What is are known they for. known for? It's like a bunch of like. It doesn't look good. Like, like random birds and stuff. It's like there's one that's called like hot brown. Is it called Hot Brown? No, I think that's somewhere else, but like, hang hot on. Hot Brown? South Dakota food. Hot Brown? Have y'all had pheasant, by the way? I think I have. I think I have hot once. Brown in Kentucky, right? Okay, that's I think, right. I think I have. I've had pheasant one time. Uh, how was it? Mm, it's good. Tastes like chicken? Yeah, it's kind of like It, it really like does. Brown, so yeah, it's okay. pretty much that. It's like, duck is like fatty chicken. I don't like duck. I try to like it, but yeah. I don't like dark meat. Too yeah. so it's duck just, is like all dark meat and yeah, so it's, it's a, just not. It's just a fatty bird. I see. Like to me, mm-hmm. I like it. Okay. But. All right, this isn't worth looking up anyway. Uh, <laughs> do you have an education for this week? I do. Um, well then, educate us. Well, like, so some of Adidas had a book come out called Chef Listen. He's a very subtle businessman who. Like, he owns the Rockets, he owns Landry's, and probably other restaurants you enjoy. Golden Nugget? Yeah, yeah. But he has a book coming out, and it's probably, it's Shut Up and Listen. It's his tips for success. So to honor that, since the last time you were on the podcast, you said, I was the most successful person that you know, mm-hmm. and that was flattering, and also made me wonder, who do you know? Because <laughs> I don't think that... Um, yeah, I was like, I'm, I'm it. I don't. There's got to be someone other. But so, I'll, but I figure I give my tips for success. Okay. All right. I'm All right. excited to hear this. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. Should I get a notebook? Let me get my notebook out. Yeah, get your notebook out. Okay. Your notebook out. Okay. I'm ready. All right. Wait, step- hang on. Let me make sure I turn the right page. All right. Okay, now I'm ready. You show the right page? Yep. Sure. Right here. All right. All right. Now, rule number one, mm-hmm. just work hard at anything that you're going to do. Work work hard? You work said? hard. Okay. Just work hard. Like, because you, you have to work hard. All right? Work hard. Okay. Number two. Yep. Be really fucking lucky. Uh, be really be, fucking lucky. Be really, really fucking yeah. You said lucky? Yeah, lucky. Because really all lucky. the hard work does is put you in the good space for good fortune. Because like you can work hard and you can, I know people that work hard for everything and don't get shit. Like it's not the like it's not everyone that's successful is there's luck involved in mm. everyone's success. Okay. All right. And that I just hate when like uh... businessmen like say act like they're like they're not really lucky. Cause even with what I have now, I think I'm 
super lucky. Because that shit could have gone left at any moment. Mm-hmm. Like, what if my mom wasn't the person that she was? What if, you know, she wasn't able to provide for me the way? What if, like, you know, um, I dabbled in different vices mm-hmm. and I could have gone, like, been in jail or had something. But all these things ended up going up right for me to be where I am now. So even though I did work hard, I don't want to act like you can work hard. You can have it too. It's like, it, it may not roll that way for you. And it's like a real easy thing to tell people to say, like, if you just work hard, you can get it. No, you might not. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Yeah, like it may not work out for you. Mm-hmm. You could be working hard for a pharmacy degree or something like that, and you and a cop can shoot you through your window. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. This got really dark. Okay. Uh, so number one, work hard. Number two, be really fucking lucky. Um, is there a number three? No, that's it. Okay, that's the list. That's All right. <clears throat> yeah, that's that's, that's fair. That's fine. That's, I'm, I'm sure that there's somebody out there that really no, needed to hear that. This is frustrating because... Including your co-host who is moderately a failure. You're not a failure. I'm pretty much a failure. No, you're not. I fail a lot. No. But I fail sideways. I don't fail down. I just fail sideways. The it's a lateral is, no, move, I, if anything. I just hate when people... I hate when I see like businessmen or stuff who put that out there. Like, you know, you can just put somebody at bootstraps and everything will be fine. You know, if you just work hard, follow these, all these things, it's just like, nah, dude, you're really lucky to be where you are. Like, you're I really mean, the fortunate. woman who is working four jobs, is she not working hard? Right. And I mean, that's how is that working out for her? So yeah, just working just hard like, is not enough. Like, yeah, man, there's a lot like, of the universe really has to come together with a lot of different factors to create success. And there's no single recipe for it. So I don't just even giving that advice is just like, yeah. Okay. I just hate hearing that shit. It's yeah. like you're all are really forced to get there. I'm not saying you didn't work hard because you probably did. I'm not. I'm not saying none of them worked hard, but you also had a lot of good fortune go your way for these things to go. Like it's kind of like, um, yeah, it's kind of like with even with if you watch like a movie like Pursuit of Happiness, it's like he's working hard the entire movie, he just get kicked in the face. Yeah. And then someone just gives him a chance at one point, and everything works out. It's like. He worked hard, but he also got really lucky at the end. He was getting kicked in the face the entire fight. It was this really, this is a really depressing movie. It is. To like the last five minutes of it. Yeah, exactly. That's my impression of Will Smith at the end of the movie. Where exactly. He's yeah, it's like he's just, it's just, it's just like two hours of him getting kicked in the gut. Yeah. Yeah, and that's. That's not, I'm just saying, like, I just hate when people give like, a try to answer about, like, your rules of success. It's just, like, if you just do these things or, you know, like, I I, I, I got here by my sheer will alone. Like, it's because I worked hard and I put myself, that's why I got here. It's just a thing I don't to nobody. It's like, you got real fortunate too, dude. It's like, it's not just you. Well, that dose of reality brought to your fucking ass by state your take. Deal with it. Cocksuckers. It ain't all sweet. It ain't all unibur uh uh unibur- what's the word? Rainbows and unicorns. Unibows. And and raincorns. Fuckers. Uh no, but seriously, thanks for listening. Uh Thanks, Larise. You want to drop your uh, your socials again for people to follow yeah, you? Yeah, sure. So you can follow me on Instagram. I do have two accounts. I have one which is underscore the natural doctor underscore, and then my primary account is Larise in the streets. So that's L O R E C E in the streets. Is that a private? No. no. Oh, okay. 
I think you follow me. I am following. Oh, you are okay. following you, but I just wanted to make sure that it. Like, oh no, no Instagrams are private. I don't really understand private Instagrams, but you know. Oh, I do. On. I understand why, but I also understand. I also think it's bullshit. Like, what are you hiding, bro? Well, no, I mean, what's the point of like if you just want to send pictures to a select few people, just like text them or something. I don't right? know, like. I'm on here to socialize. Yeah, so. it's a social network. Let's right. be social. Speaking of socials, do you want to drop, like, well, I don't think we've ever actually dropped our actual, like, personal socials on here. Oh, we haven't. I don't think so. Oh. Do you want to? Okay. But we don't have to. I don't know. Do it. You do it. You do it. You do it. I'm not doing it. Follow us on Instagram at State Your Take and at Twitter at State Your Take. And if you want to find us, actually, it's on our it's on our bios though. Like we post bios in our stories. Yeah, but nobody reads that shit. So like, well, we're just, it's, it's, it's a, there. If yeah, it's asking, there. If you wonder, it's there. If you want us to do it, it's there. But don't expect me to follow you back because I gotta save room on my timeline for booty pics. We'll see you guys next week. Later. <laughs>